The Boost Podcast is sponsored in part by Reveal Wealth. Let the professionals at Reveal Wealth assist you on your financial journey. From individual financial planning, family financial planning, business planning, insurance planning, and more, Reveal Wealth's holistic approach gives you the freedom to take control of your financial security. No matter your age or stage in life, the professionals at Reveal Wealth are ready to assist. Contact them now for a free initial consultation. Go to WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com. Or call 410-928-8081. Take control of your financial security by allowing Reveal Wealth to serve you. WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com. Or call 410-928-8081. And tell them you heard about them on the Boost Podcast. Welcome to the Boost Podcast with Kelly Leonard. The podcast providing you with immediate access to tools, tips, and tactics to boost your business and career success. Build your brand, optimize relationships, obtain more leads, secure thought leadership space, and tap into new markets. It's the Boost Podcast. And now... Here's Kelly Leonard. Hello and welcome back to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. Today I'm chatting with Boost Podcast sponsors, Broderick Young and Al Johnson. This dynamic duo co-founded Reveal Wealth, a Maryland-based wealth management and financial planning firm. Collectively, with nearly four decades of experience in risk management, business succession, tax diversification, retirement, investment, and estate planning, Broderick and Al are committed to bringing integrity, clarity, and objectivity to their clients. The part of Boost we tackle during our conversation is tap into new markets. So let's dig in. Oh, and after you've tuned in, be sure to keep the folks at Reveal Wealth in mind as you address all of your wealth management needs. Okay, now let's dig in. Al, Broderick, it is a pleasure to meet you both. Welcome to the Boost Podcast. Kelly, thank you for having us. It is our pleasure to be here with the Boost family, for sure. Excellent. And we are so excited to welcome you all to Welcome Reveal Wealth as one of our newest program sponsors. So thank you, thank you, thank you to you both for your generosity and just, um, you know, sort of putting your money where your mouth is. And look, I know y'all are the money men. So we are about to have a really fun conversation. for So for those folks who are in the Boost Podcast listening community and who are hearing your names for the very first time, why don't you all tell us a little bit about yourselves, including how you got started in the financial industry? So, Al, why don't you kick us off? Sure, sure, Kelly. And, and thanks again for having us. Uh, Al Johnson, one of the co-founders and financial advisors at Reveal Wealth. I've been in the financial services industry, Kelly, for going on 13 years at this point. And I've, I've always had a background in what I like to say, client-facing experience, service experience. So I started started off, you know, right out of school in uh, the retail jewelry business. I, you know, traveled up and down the East Coast, opening up and closing stores uh, for various companies, 
around 2004, I transitioned into what I like to call the luxury automobile business. Um, I became a sales professional with Lexus and ultimately ended up being a sales manager. And in 2005, something really, really special happened. I, um, I met my wife. And uh, 2007, we got married. And very quickly, I learned that the car business wasn't conducive uh, for my time and for the newness of our relationship. So, um, you know, I decided that I needed to do something different, Kelly. And probably like a lot of your listeners, I always had an entrepreneurial bug, um, or at least I wanted the freedom that came with being an entrepreneur. Uh, and, and long story short, God, right? Somebody walked in at the right time uh, and told me about this phenomenal industry that I could get into uh, that would allow me to create the type of income potential that I wanted, that would allow me to you know, have my own time and cater towards my own time, as well as build a business. And, and I was done from that point. I was sold uh, from the beginning. And you know, one of the first training classes that I went into, um, I met the other person on this line. He was training the class. Uh, and I said, this is the guy that I need to talk to. So I walked up to my brother and I said, hey, man, um, I don't know you, but my name's Al Johnson. I know what to I, I know how to sell. I know how to work with clients, but I need you to tell me what to say. Um, and, and the rest is history, Kelly. Wow. Thank you for that. Where there's, there's this old saying that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So teacher, brother Roderick, tell us about yourself. Yeah. So I, I've been in the industry for over 24 years now. Um, pretty much fresh out of college, first thing I started doing. And, and I say my journey in this industry started when I was probably seven or eight years old, when my, my mom's older sister died. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my mom's older sister died, my mom and dad adopted my five first cousins, and one of them also had a child. So it went from, you know, my mom, dad, my brother and I, three-bedroom house, one bathroom, to 10 people in a three-bedroom house with one bathroom. Uh, and no extra money came. There was no extra anything to help retrofit homes. Um, you know, as my dad being a guy, he was, you know, all the boys started working. You turn 11, you get something to go do something. But when I was young, I often, I just thought to myself that there's got to be a better way. You know, if there was some type of financial something, if there was some money or some way to help people, you know, in crisis or prepare for crises um, with their money do better. Um, I wanted to know how to do that. So I went to school, went to college, got a degree in finance and insurance, came out, started working in the financial services industry as Al said, train and develop advisors for many, many moons. And around 2015, my brother put the bug in my ear that we should start a practice of our own. Um, and I was, you know, having fun training and developing up and down the East Coast. And around 2019, you know, it finally settled on me that he was correct. We should do something um, specifically to help individuals out here who, who come from backgrounds like ours, um, create a space where they can have qualified professionals to get uh, quality solutions for situations that they're going through financially and Reveal Wealth was born January 20th of 2020. Wow. There's so <laughs> much in what you shared. Um, and I, I know I got to stay, I got to stay on task, but even because as I reflect and think about the folks who make up the Boost Bot podcast listening community, uh, the fact that you all journeyed together, you found one another and then made this decision to go into business with one another. And, the, and like I said, part of me wants to know, well, what, how did y'all determine that you were the perfect match, if you will? But I won't go there. I'm going to stay on task. I'm going to behave and I'm going to, and maybe you can weave that in as you're answering different questions. And then I also heard um, the fact that how life circumstances um, are what birthed this business. 
And I'm in the middle of reading, I'm reading this phenomenal book right now called The Whiteness of Wealth by Dorothy Brown. This book, oh my, 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 this book is extraordinary. And so, and so I hear so much of what you're sharing is what Dorothy Brown in her book lifts up around the fact um, that how we as people of color, our relationship with money and how you know, the, the fact that we need to be better informed and better educated so that we can um, experience and sort of really truly live out abundance. And so I would be curious to know, because even judging by the name of the company, Reveal Wealth, I would love to hear more about sort of, I know you shared at a very, on a very surface level how the company came to be, but even how did the company, the naming of the company come to be? Because I, I feel like there is a story even behind the name. You're absolutely right, Kelly. Um, you know, when we were sitting down and figuring out, you know, what we wanted to do and what we wanted our firm to look like, we wanted to reveal the financial strategies and tools that have been used throughout history to protect, mm. accumulate, and ultimately distribute wealth, mm. right? Um, like, like my brother said, we wanted to make sure that we were bringing forth qualified professionals and quality solutions to the marketplace and the communities in, in which we served, um, you know, because long, long um, from what we've seen, you know, as Brad always says, our folks have, you know, been told half the story. Uh, you know, we were always overcharged and underserved and we wanted to create a difference uh, for, for our people. And that is how Reveal Wealth emerged, Brad. Yeah. So, and it's, the irony of you bringing up the whiteness of wealth, I've already ordered it. It should be here tomorrow. I'll be reading that too. But, you know, the tagline of the book, Al, is how the tax system impoverishes Black Americans and how we can fix it, right? And one of the things that, you know, we do when we're talking about wealth is some of the pitfalls. And, you know, we were talking yesterday with some of the gentlemen over there at Golf DMV, and they would ask, well, what are those pitfalls? Taxes. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of us don't factor that in. And two, because there's so much noise about other things when it comes to planning, you know, what are the fees and what is this? Are you a fiduciary? And all that's important. Mm -hmm. But if you really want to look at what erodes wealth, um, taxes are a huge erosion and and how that works within our financial systems and who's integrating and talking to us about those things uh, is just really important to us. So, you know, Reveal Wealth was created just to do that. It was it was a revelation on our hearts that we needed to get out here and, and, and tell the people. Right. Uh, we're firm believers that people don't do bad or make bad decisions because they they, they want to do that. Most people just are not informed. They don't know the whole story. They don't get the good information up front um, because there's barriers generally to getting it. So Al always says, you know, everything starts with a conversation. It should end with a plan and a conversation with us cost you nothing. Right. So so, you know, don't hesitate to have that conversation to see what's going on. And then we could determine what costs are going to be, if any, moving forward. Right. But we have to we want it to be the catalyst to reveal those things to people. Share with me, because I know you all call yourselves financial advisors and even the terminology is Greek to many people. Um, And so share with us more about sort of what you all actually do at Reveal Wealth. So, 
you you bring up a, a good point, Kelly, and we'll get into what we do. Um, but you said something that's very important. You said we call ourselves financial advisors, right? Um, and in our world, right, we don't call ourselves financial advisors. We actually are financial advisors. And there's a difference, right? So a lot of people call themselves financial advisors. That's true. Um, but, That's you know, true. you could take a look at my brother's, you know, title there. He's a CFP, CHFC, CLU, CASL, CLF. So he's got alphabet soup. Yes. All of the designations of our industry, right? Um, I don't have the timeline to have all of those designations, but we're both Series 7, Series 6, Series 63, Series 24, Series 66, registered stockbrokers, um, investment advisor representatives. So we're not only financial advisors, but we have the ability to do asset management and we specialize in risk management and insurance. So I say all that to say that there are levels to it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, Brad spoke about fiduciaries earlier. We're also fiduciaries. So, you know, we have responsibilities in the various roles and the various hats that we, you know, wear, uh, for our clients, but, you know, reveal wealth is a wealth management and financial planning firm at heart. And, you know, our job is really to make the complicated simple. Right. Mm -hmm. At least that's what we like to do for our clients. Take them through the various phases of financial planning and as they uh, relate to their specific situation in their life cycle and help them make sense out of it. Brad? Our bedrock is prudent financial planning. We like to help individuals put together strategies that have the highest probabilities for success based on their time frame and what the resources that they're working with. We are not the get rich quick. We are not the pyramid. We're not the, you got to get two of your friends. We were joking about that earlier. We're, that's, that's not what we do. Mm -hmm. um, again, we, we want to help expose individuals to strategies that have a history. Um, you know, they've worked before, they're still strong working today. Um, and that they can wake up 10, 15, 20 years from now, feeling better about what it is that they did and be in a better situation on their wealth journey. Now, and, and I definitely, I appreciate everything that you're sharing. And one of the things, you know, when you talk about financial planning, I think one of the things that is an, an impediment for so many people feeling like just getting started is you feel like, I really don't have much. Like, why should I even talk to anyone? Because if I don't have much, what good is that conversation? So what would you say to the individual who perhaps is listening and they're like, oh, that sounds good, but... I don't have a whole lot. First thing I would do is ask them, do they want a whole lot? Because you can stay right there. Whether you do or you don't, you're going to be successful. So you can say, I don't have a whole lot and stay in that space. Or you can say, I don't have a whole lot right now. I need to begin doing things to have more. And, you know, all professionals, people that operate at the peak of whatever it is that they do, they all have coaches, you know, um, we're golf guys, we're basketball guys. Um, you know, when you look at Tiger Woods, greatest golfer we've known in our lifetimes, Tiger has a coach. Mm -hmm. He knows how to hit a ball, though. You know what I mean? LeBron James, LeBron has a coach. I'm sure he knows how to shoot. Um, so the people operating at high levels have somebody to coach them along to help them do better. And you'll be surprised what you have if you talk to an individual that's experienced in our industry, there's a lot of times where people say, well, I don't have a whole lot. And you look at where they are and you're like, Hey, you're not doing bad. If we tweak this, tweak that, focus some energy over here. This is where you could be, mm -hmm. you know, and that gives them the, the courage and incentive 
to really just start doing some things a little bit differently to increase their wealth. You know, at the core of what we do, um, we, we like to say that we come from a place of education first. Uh, you know, we love to educate. You know, we've both been trainers in our industry. Um, and, and, you know, that's just in our in our blood, right? Training and education. So we like to educate our clients. And we always say that we meet people where they are. So we've got multiple approaches to planning. Some of the stuff is just foundational, right? For someone that's getting started, think about, you know, when you started riding a bike, you didn't start out on the mountain bike in the hills or in a 10 speed. You, tar- you started out with some training wheels. Mm-hmm. So in our industry, that may be some simple stuff like a Roth IRA or, you know, various tools that are out there, right? But we show people how to get started, give them some ideas of things that they can do to get a step ahead or at least create, again, that foundation for themselves and kind of go from there. So, you know, we say there's levels to this about a lot of different things, but there really are. And, and no one should be ashamed of where they are if they're speaking with a professional that understands them. Uh, mm-hmm. that understands the nuances of where they come from, right? And and yeah. what they've been through and, and can help talk and educate them through through those things. So, you know, really that's where we come from. So the other, I guess, myth, if you will, or impediment that I oftentimes hear, and look, maybe this is my, my mama bear coming out right now, is young people who are like, I don't need to, I got my whole life ahead of me. Why do I need to, to worry about this right now? So what advice or what guidance would you give to a young person who's perhaps just starting out? So number one, I guess the question would be, um, are you ever too young to get started? And where do you suggest that a young person who perhaps is just getting started, where, what would be their, I guess, step A in a process to accumulating wealth? You're never too young to get started. The sooner you start, the better. Um, we did a little exercise the other day. Al turned 45 last month, like literally a month ago. And me out there, man. Yeah, I ran a reiteration for him of what, how much money he would have today if somebody would have talked his parents into saving 100 bucks a month when he was born, right? So $100, is, if people say that's not a lot of money, that $100 over 45 years ended up being almost $2.6 million today. Mm. So when I look at a young person who who's who's brunching budget oh. is, you know, five hundred dollars a month, you know, where will we start? First place you need to start is understand that a lot of people in America spend more time making other people rich than they do themselves, not recognizing that you're your greatest asset. So I would look at what your budget is and find out how much money are you putting in places that are actually going to grow for you. And then depending on what that person's situation is, because everybody's different, Kelly. Some people might have spouses, children. Some people might be single, but we can find places to systematically place money where compounding interest can work for them over time. And they'll wake up 20, 30 years from now and they'll be that millionaire that everybody is reaching out to be. But the younger you are, the better. Time is your friend and compounding interest is your friend. Thank you for that. And then let's also give something for the entrepreneurs and the small business leaders that might be listening in. What are some of the things that you would suggest? Because, you know, one thing with the the um, great resignation that we've been hearing about with COVID and so many people leaving traditional corporate jobs to perhaps start their own 
endeavors. What are some of the, the ways that you would encourage an entrepreneur or a small business owner to um, be more intentional around pursuing wealth? So one of the things that I would say, Kelly, you know, outside of the, you know, normal stuff, like, you know, continue to treat yourself like you're an employee, uh, but you're your own employee, right? Um, but when we talk about that from a financial matter, you also have to pay yourself like you're an employee, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, we get it, we speak with a lot of business owners and, you know, as we know, entrepreneurial pursuits, different businesses, there are some ups and downs, right? You're going to have some great months, you know, depending on what business you're in, you're going to have some not so great months, you know, times change, seasons rearrange, right? But you have to put yourself on a systematic pay scale. You've got to pay yourself a salary. Mm -hmm. If you make 50 grand in a month, you can't spend 50 grand in that same month. You know, create a, again, a salary for yourself and create your lifestyle, create your savings, create all of those different things that, 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 uh, you know, run your world from a financial standpoint based on that salary. And then when you have overages, you have surpluses and things of that nature, you can leverage those things into different savings vehicles, different accumulation vehicles, different things that are going to allow you to increase and grow your wealth. But set systematic, Broad said it earlier, systematic savings, systematic investing tools up put money away while you can do it often, do it regularly and you'll look up and you'll, 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 you'll be in a good place. So that's my, that's my one thing. Anything from your perspective, Broderick? I would tell those business owners to diversify also. Um, it's a business owner's um, uh, reality. Um, most of us understand we don't get any more. The biggest bang for our buck is usually putting our money back in our business. Right. Mm -hmm. But you got to diversify because if everything's locked up in the business and the world shuts down for three months and you can't do business. Right. You know, everything's in the business. You don't have anything over there to help um, navigate and get you through that. Or like I, I, I've been in this career through 400 year events, the, the tech bubble back in 2000. Um, 9-11, um, the housing crisis, and then the pandemic, right? And in all those situations, money got funny. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Right? Stuff got locked up. Credit got locked up. It was hard to get the traditional routes of money. And what I saw was individuals who were properly diversified and had assets that weren't correlated to markets that had assets that were easy liquidity events, even when other things got tight. They weathered those storms a lot. Matter of fact, some of them were able to take advantage of the situations because other people weren't positioned well, where they came out on the other side, larger and even better. So diversification is also the key. Awesome. Well, I definitely appreciate both of those perspectives. And, um, you know, as we're winding down, the, the one thing that I definitely want folks to hear and to take away is that the world's greatest players have a coach. And so um, if folks are desiring to pursue coaching and just support in the areas of financial, financial planning, financial management. What are the best, what's the best way for folks who are listening and hearing all about the great ways that you all are providing support and solutions to your clients? What's the best way for people to connect with you all and tap into just your expansive product offerings and services? Sure, Kelly, they can go to www dot we reveal wealth.com so that's www.wewealth.com 
on the top of the right-hand side of our landing page, I guess, there's a spot that says schedule a consultation. Put your information in there. It will get to us. We'll give you a call and, and schedule that consultation. Like we always say, everything starts with the conversation and ends with the plan. And we will be more than happy, uh, Kelly, to assist and add value to anyone that's part of the Boost family that we can. You can also specify in there that, you know, you heard from us from the Boost um, family. Just drop that in so we know where you're coming from. Awesome. And and for the folks who are in the Boost podcast listening community, you can best believe this will not be the last time that you hear from Al or Broderick because, um, you know, they're I'm a big I'm a firm believer in. Um, you know, just up leveling our awareness and, and April, we're in April, which happens to be financial literacy month. And although you may be hearing about um, reveal wealth in a month outside of April, in my humble opinion, er- early month needs to be financial <laughs> literacy month because it seems like there is something new happening every day, something new to learn to increase our aptitude and understanding of around money and finance and financial implications of the day-to-day decisions that we're making as business leaders, as entrepreneurs, and just as individuals that are navigating life. And so, Al Broderick, I just want to thank you again for being sponsors of the Boost podcast and definitely looking forward to continuing to have these conversations in the future with you with you both. Appreciate it. Love that. Thanks for having us. The Boost podcast serves an energetic community of business leaders, entrepreneurs, and individuals who are growth-minded. If you, your business, or organization would like to share your service, product, or expertise with the Boost podcast community, contact Kelly Leonard. Email kelly.leonard at taylor-leonard.com. Again, that's kelly.leonard at taylor-leonard.com. Well, that concludes this episode of the Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com. Oh, 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 oh